Hello everyone, we are Green Cows Don't Fly and um, my name is B, and I'm here with John. Hi John. Um, my name is John and I can hear birds singing in the background so it must be spring. It is indeed, well you wouldn't think so, I think they've got snow forecast for the day haven't they? Yes, but look at that lovely weather last week. Bright sunshine and uh, you know, sunshine, you know, heat, sunshine, summer, but this is the UK and of course snow tomorrow. Oh of course, yes, minus 10 probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, Highland Gales. I've just read a silly fact, Mm -hmm. and apparently, and this is for King King Flardas, this is really, really useful for him. Apparently, and I don't know if this is true, people weigh less if they stand at the equator. I've heard that. Stand at the North and South Poles. I've heard that. It's, I don't know why though. Probably if anybody's a bit sancy, they could tell us probably, but I haven't got a clue why. But I have heard that. It must be something to do with the. Magnetic field, isn't it? A gravitational pull or something mm-hmm. like that. Who knows? Yeah. But they'd be quite useful for Flardars. Mind you, he's through the fart hole now, so we don't have to worry. Well, we yeah, worry. Well, yeah, yeah, we might have. How's he going to get back, though, if he sort of starts having, you know, earth fishing chips and bangers and mash and all that sort of stuff? If he takes to, if he takes to earth food? Well, maybe he doesn't want to leave. Trouble. Maybe that's why he's, well, he's coming ah. to take over Earth, isn't he? So I, I suspect he has no intention to go back. It just occurred to us, didn't it, recently? That Flardars' world doesn't have a name, does it? Flardarsia. I wonder where he comes from. No, the he doesn't. Flardarsia. <laughs> so he's like, he's like a cuckoo, then just, he moves on to a new home each time. Flardania. Flardania. Flardonia. Flardinia. Flardonia is quite good. Yeah, Flardinia sounds postcard. Italian. <laughs> yeah, Flardinia, yeah. Chicken fluff, chicken Flardinia. Um, yeah, it could be. But, you know, see, that's AI. Hasn't thought it out. You have to create your whole world, don't you? So today we have chapter 23... Yep, we do. And uh, what happened last? Oh, they were... Um, mm. Oh, they came... Oh, oh, oh yes. Uh, Flardas came through the fart hole. Yes, he did. I think that's the last we read, I think, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. And, and, and the, China, he, he, his sidekick followed him. Yes, his so. uh, bootlicking yes man is by his side all the time, isn't he? Well, he's the shoe polisher, so yes, bootlicking. Uh, yes, yeah. Right, so we need to summon Brian. We do. Is there a thespian in the house? Pardon? Is there a thespian in the house? A thespian. Look, here he comes. He's jostling his way through the tables. Oh, Oh, he's behind the microphone. A thespian? Are you talking to me? You talking to me? Are you talking to me? Well, I'm the only one here. Mate, this isn't the audition for Taxi Driver the Musical, you know. Oh, isn't it? It's more of the usual drivel. Then. Chapter 23 Not long before the end of it all. Grandolf rams the knife deep into the Uber driver's chest. Blood sprays all over the inside of the car. The driver's lungs deflate, rattling. The death rattle. The Uber driver is dead. Grandolf wipes the knife on the cloth of the passenger seat on which he's still sitting, and says. Okay, Bob, you were right. He wasn't Barbage the third. I can see you're looking a bit confused there, John. Yeah, I am a bit. 
What's that um, mean? <laughs> Let me just do a recap for you. Oh, okay. Yes, um, yes. Because I think the last chapter we were with King Flardos. Yep, we were. He's now yeah. coming to Earth and he's coming mm. with Shiner and a suitcase full of sweets. Yes. Um, but the time before, I think that was the chapter when they were fighting Barbage in the cloud. Oh, yeah. And the bus had uh, broken down and yep. didn't... I think Christina ordered an Uber with her Apple iPhone. That's it. it. That's it. She did. She did. And then yeah. it was up your barbage and it drove off in the ah, Uber driver. Ah, and yeah, yeah, Did yeah. they get stuck in traffic? No, no they didn't. Did no, they not yet. Not yet. Shh, shh. No, they didn't. They, no, they got stuck in traffic before then, didn't they? Um, have, they, have, they been, <laughs> have they been in the traffic jam? Have they been in the one-way system traffic jam yet? Yeah, I think so. That was a couple of episodes ago, wasn't it? Was it? Oh, God, I no, don't I know. No, I think that was the last... Yeah, that was the... Hang on. That was the last one... The one before last, chapter 21. Yes, if listeners, go mix up a cup of tea. We're going to sort this out, you know? Yes, it was the last one with the, 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 the chapter 21, the one before last. Right, right, OK. Where they were stuck in the traffic with the traffic jingle playing. Right. And the listeners have heard that, haven't they? Yes, if they listened, they heard it. <laughs> Have you heard it, perchance? Were you listening? This is classy stuff. Look, it may sound like we have a I know you were doing a lot of commenting, on. weren't you? Yes, this is a very carefully scripted bit of slapstick, isn't it? You know, well done. I think we got away with this. I'm so glad you pay attention. Anyway, so I think we know what's happened. Yeah. So they're in the Uber, they're in <clears throat> Brighton because Barbage yeah. gave away the location. Yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah. He was in a box of sock. And the Uber driver's taking them there. And the Uber driver's taking them there. And King Flardos is now on Earth. Dunno, let's get on with it. Bob frowns on the back seat. See, Grandolf, I told you. Barbage wouldn't have taken us all the way to the Brighton Pavilion. Instead she would have taken us to Hastings. Or driven us over another cliff edge and then, and then Grandolf cuts him off with a wave of a finger. Then Grandolf raises his hand saying, never mind about that. We need to find the key of Svert and the box of Zvok. Let's sum up. What do we know so far? Pristina, who's sitting next to Bob on the back seat, holds her hand up and says, we know that the key of Svert opens the box of Zvok inside which is the missing piece to the puzzle of what's its name? And beverage, no, barbage said, the box is in the pavilion. Now we need to find the key. Earlier, someone mentioned something about Brighton Rock, but I've forgotten who or what they said. Any of you remember what that was? No. 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 Who says which no, doesn't matter in the slightest. They all remember Piddly Puffs. Ah, okay, so... Glad they're confused because we've had a clear up. They're having to clear up, aren't they? Uh, yes, they have. No, but and they're in, <laughs> they're in Brighton. They're in Brighton, though, I think. And they will know what they're going to get the, the key of the box of swag. But I like the um, expression, they remember piddly puffs. I remember piddly puffs, very popular in the 70s. They were um, Kellogg's, short lived reliant at Kellogg's did. Hey? Breakfast cereal. You're, you're, making, <laughs> you're making it up now, aren't you? Yeah. Piddlypuffs came with a free submarine. After a 30-second silence during which nobody speaks, Crazel raises his hand and says, This may be a long shot, but we're in Brighton and they have rock. And by that, I mean the sugary stick, 
typically found for sale on these sandy shores. You know those things some people, kids mainly, seem to like. No idea why, they're way too sweet. Do you know, I haven't had a stick of rock for ages. I thought, actually, when, when I came to the UK the first time and I heard about Brighton Rock, mm. I actually thought it was, you know, rock, as in the concrete or oh, whatever. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> Granite or something. I didn't know what they were doing selling that. Yeah, some kind of a landmark. <laughs> yeah. Let's go and see Brighton Just Rock. pieces of sto- little stones that they're selling, you know, a bit oh, of yeah. Brighton oh, yeah, to take yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you may as well just as well. You could break your teeth on those as well. I mean, rock is notorious for breaking people's teeth. So, what if the key is actually a piece of rock? Grandolf raises his hand and says, Interesting thought, Cray. All right, let's go with that. We'll buy a stick of rock and see what happens. Bob raises a hand and says, But where do we buy this rock? Grandolf points a finger out of a car window and across the street. Look, over there, a sweet shop called Mr. Singh's Rocks. Sounds like he'll have some. The questers get out of the car. They walk into the sweet shop, buy a stick of rock, it's pink, and walk back out. They now have the key of Svert. Well, there's a lazy piece of writing again. What, buy a piece of rock? You're looking for something that's in it? Yeah, (laughs) look, there it is. They get out of the car, walk in, they walk out, they now have the key of Svert. How easy was that? That was very easy. But, you know, on no the pl- big adventure. I expected some big adventure and they have, I would have to wrestle it out of somebody's hand. No, yeah. They now have the key of Svert. There's only one problem with that, though. What's takes that? It ta- takes time and effort to ride it. So I, was, <laughs> I think it must have been a programme on the TV it wanted to watch when it put this bit together. Yeah, can't be asked riding that bit. OK, just they got it. The well, end. Well, not the sloppy. end, but... Sloppy. Grandolf waves the stick in the air. To the pavilion, my friends. They go. They arrive. They had to cross the road to get there. Now they're there. The pavilion towers before them. It looks like something one would find in India. That's India in South Asia, not West Sussex. The pavilion is very grand. A dragon is guarding the entrance. Interesting. Dragons aren't an indigenous species to West Sussex. And, more interestingly, it has a vodka breath. Grandolf stabs it to death. He's a bit stab-happy. <laughs> yes, he's got out of bed the wrong side. That's a couple he's off already, isn't it? Yeah, I think the rest of the questers then need to um, slightly worry, apart from hologram Bob. But I think the rest need to start the way they're going to be stabbed. Yeah, he's just all of a sudden he's sort of shown hitherto hidden madness. Or sorry, um, what's the word? Ruthless skills. Ruth, ruthlessness, <laughs> yeah, slashiness. And there was another bit of great writing. They go, they arrived, had to cross the road, now they're there. Yeah, well, I reckon he's trying to work. He's obviously got buses to catch or something. <laughs> Did they look left and right before they crossed the road, I wonder, at least? It reminds me of the Excalibur legend. Whomsoever shall pull this stone out of the rock will be king. Oh, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) They enter. They head straight for the ticket desk. Even questers have to buy a ticket. Grandolf approaches the ticket lady and says, For adults, please. 
The ticket sales lady eyes them up. Her eyes rest on Bob. She flutters her lashes and says, You're a bit see-through sir, so yours is only half price. Are you free for a date? She opens her blouse, and exposes her breasts. She only has two, which means she's definitely not barbage. Thank you, says Bob, but I'm a bit busy. Grandolf decides not to kill her. They buy three and a half tickets. Just then, Bob has a light bulb, light up over his head. He asks the ticket lady, Where do you keep the box of Zvok? The ticket lady smiles and says, Oh, my, yes. In the music room. But I'm not sure where exactly. I'm new here. Thank you. And off they go towards the music room. Saving the world is a piece of piss. This is a style of writing which saves a lot of time. You know, if Tolkien or G.R.R. Martin or one of these guys had employed this system, a lot of time saved. Saving the world is a piece of piss on this, in this book. <laughs> yes, but he also makes for a very short book. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, if you've, like a more piece and all that. If your bed leg broke, for example, you wouldn't be able to fix it by propping it up with... Uh, Quester's Guide to Everything, the Quester's Guide to Saving the World, not unless you bought a load of books, a load of copies. No, you'd have to do, um, in the style of the Quester's Guide, to chop off the other legs. You were, yeah, I could become a futon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a futon, that is. Yeah, well, that is. It's like a home futon kit. First, buy four copies of the Quester's Guide. Second, chop off your bed legs. Third, <laughs> set bed frame on book. Et voila, impress your friends. And your cat won't hide underneath. Oh, yeah, nowhere to hide. Nowhere to stow rubbish. You'd have to put the rubbish out in the garden, wouldn't you? Yeah, no monsters to have underneath. No. It's a, so that'd be, that'd a panacea. <laughs> it helps everything. <laughs> Buy this book. You know you need Drop it. Drop off the legs of your bed. <laughs> <laughs> On the way, they notice the pavilion is strangely devoid of visitors. The questers are the only souls here. Come to think of it, all of Brighton seemed abandoned. Apart from Mr. Singh at the sweet shop. They entered the music room. It's grandiose, extravagant, opulent, with gilded decorations, thick curtains, and lotus-shaped chandeliers. Such a gorgeous room calls for a song. Bob takes a deep breath, and bursts into Mamma Mia. Grandolf raises a hand. Enough of that. Pristina raises a hand. Can't you sing some Elvis for a change? Crazel raises a hand. Now where's the box? Bob raises a hand. How about we check the colossal chinesy looking porcelain pagodas? May you raise a hand? Yes, there's a lot of hands. I have to say, though. they raise a lot of hands. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that in some places in Switzerland, they still vote that way? What, just show of hands? Yeah, they meet in the town. It's just for little small things that they vote yeah. on, because, you know, it's a, they vote on everything. Yeah, Not yeah. Like here. No. Um, and they meet in the um, town square, and then somebody asks the question, and they raise their hand, and then it gets counted. I didn't know. That's very quaint, isn't it? I quite like it, in a way. Yeah, it's, it's lovely, But it does yeah. put pressure on people. Um, yeah. 
because they can say, oh, so-and-so's voting yeah, for Yeah, yeah, yeah. So things like nuclear war, show of hands, raise please. Hand, or yeah. not raise a hand. Yeah. Don't raise a hand. This is probably sort of minor items like uh, I don't, uh, Mr Singh's sign for his rock shop. Eat stuff like that, yes. That kind of thing, yeah. Mm. Mr. 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 Moo's chocolate shop or something. They go and look. Nothing. They search the rest of the room. Still nothing. No box of Zvok anywhere. Grandolf raises a hand. I'll give that ticket lady a good thrashing for leading us astray. Pristina raises a hand. You don't think she's... Beverage, I mean, Barbage? Crazel raises a hand. No, she only had two breasts. Unfortunately. But we'll ask her. Bob raises a hand. Let's not be hasty. They race back to the ticket desk. The ticket lady smiles. She raises a hand, and says, did you enjoy your tour? Grandolf punches her in the face. He punches her in the stomach, then the kidneys. He gives her a thrashing. She lies bloodied behind the desk. Grandolf stops and says, Well, that Defoe wasn't barbage either. What's happened to Grandolf? He's turned into a completely loose cannon. <laughs> anger management, at the very least, I think. <laughs> Save up and get him to anger management courses before he kills the whole world. He's just punching everyone for no reason, or killing them. So is she buffed off as well? Is that three of them, or is she just a bloodied mass? I think she's just a bloodied mess, because he's only sort of punching the stomach and the kidneys. Well, I like you do. It's not very chivalrous either, really. Well, he raised a hand to do it, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Much a lot of hand. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's, you know, before you give somebody a damn good hide and you sort of do the actual, uh, you know, give them the, the no, stay, still can't speak. You Before you give somebody an actual, no, before you give somebody a hang, no, still not working. Before you give somebody a hiding, you put your hand up, you know, and say, would it be all right if I give you a hiding? Vote <laughs> right on that. Bob frowns. For God's sake, Grandolf, you can't keep hitting people just because you think they're barbage. Bob kneels down to the ticket lady, lifts her head and says, Madam, I'm so sorry for my friend's behavior. He's a bit stressed with the future of the world depending on us and all that. But the box of Zvok isn't in the music room. The ticket lady groans and says, I'm new here. Please don't punch me again. Bob strokes her forehead soothingly and asks, So where is it? She groans again. Maybe the gift shop. Bob lets her head drop to the floor. They run to the gift shop. Working their way from the right to the left, they search the shop. And there on the very left, on the last shelf, it's always on the last shelf, is a box. The box is opulent too. It has a hole at the front which looks like a lock. It also has a price tag of £13,999.99. That confirms it. It must be the box of Zvok. Nobody in their right mind would pay that much for a wooden box. The questers don't pay for it either. They pick it up and run out. Right, right, can I raise a hand? You can. Standard to slip in here. 
we have women beating up. We're having people just grabbing stuff and making off with it. What's happening to these people? They're meant to have scruples. Well, that might be the noir bit of the book. Yeah. Kind well, of a crime, isn't it? It's the crime bit. Yeah, they're getting very crimey. Very crimey. Just stuff and kill people and hate people. Yeah, well, they're the new sort of good baddies or bad goodies. Are they bad goodies or good baddies? Yes, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, marvellous. In the £13,999. That's expensive. Well, I can see why nobody bought it. So that's quite a clever way of hiding something. <laughs> yes, that's true. I can Make see why they're really, there's really, one really off, expensive. And, well, yeah. I can't imagine them paying for it. But it's very observant of um, AI about it being on the last shelf. It always is. Always but is. that makes me wonder, why don't we just start looking in the last place? If it's always in the last place, maybe we should just start looking there. Well, you get that, don't you? Because, you know, famously, I've lost my keys. Where did you last have them? It's <laughs> the first question, isn't it? Where did you last have them? When you drove, probably. Yeah, yeah. Did you it's put them where you normally do? No, because that's why I can't find them. Do you remember the 80s? They had this naff oh, um, yeah. whistling cue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you have to shout? Yeah, did you whistle and it, it bleeped you or something? Didn't it? Yeah. 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 And you had to give it a saucer of milk all the time as well, didn't you? Do you remember Tamagotchis? No. Was it before your time? Ta- oh, yeah. Virtual pets came from Japan. They were just like a little... Little little box, little box and swag. Tiny little box with a little LED display on them. And the idea was they were a pet. You had to attend to them, so they had needs and wants. Uh, and if you didn't press a few buttons at the, at the key time, they died. That was it. Aww. Yeah, Tamagotchis, look them up. They were all the rage. Seems like no time ago. Might have been the 80s. I thought it was the 90s, but it might have been the 80s. Probably was before then. Yeah, it sounds like something 80s. Yeah. Well. Outside. They would avoid security, if there were any. They escape to the seafront where they make themselves comfortable on a low wall overlooking the beach. The beach too, is strangely empty. Not one ice cream van, not one tourist, nothing, not even a German beach towel. And no traffickers. Grandolf raises a hand. We have no time to lose. I say we open the box now. Everyone agrees. Grandolf sticks the piece of rock into the hole at the front of the box. He turns it once. Nothing happens. He turns it again, and click. The box opens. He lifts the lid. Riveted, they look inside. Inside, on a red, silk, cloth lies a golden talisman shaped like a puzzle piece. They have found it. They have found the talisman to fit into the puzzle piece which, when complete, will send King Fladas back to his world and seal the farce hole for eternity. They can now save humanity. Bob bursts into a verse of the winner takes it all. Well here's a bit of epic, um, storytelling. It is. They've got it. We've been waiting for. They've got it. It's only taken 24, 23 chapters. <laughs> well, you don't want to have that at the beginning with any story over, like we said before. No, I think I think the pacing's been okay, really, hasn't it? Well, I don't know because nothing's really happened in twenty-three no. chapters apart from they eventually made it to where are we? Brighton. Grandolf is about to tell him to shut the if up when, from the beach's horizon, a black cloud approaches. The cloud is galloping along the beach. Dragons. 
thousands of them, their idols singing war songs, not written by Abba? At the front of them all, on a big, shiny dragon rides. China. At the front of China, at the front of, front, of the front, at the very, very front of them all, on an even bigger and even shinier dragon, rides. King Flardas. Without his corset and compression leggings. He's on his way, to take over Earth, and as long as his dragon doesn't collapse under his weight, King Flardas will take Earth in the next 24 hours. Grandolf raises a hand. Showdown guys. We must stop him. He mustn't make it past Brighton. Bob sings, Super Trooper. <laughs> About. I don't know, something wrong with the car. Maybe the cowbell. Taking a day off, are they? Yeah, they must be. <laughs> if I didn't know better, I'd say the engineer's goofed up there. <laughs> oh, I blame Brian. Well, don't worry, leave it to me. I'll maybe sort it out in post production. But hey, what a cliffhanger. What a cliffhanger. Clanger on that there. What a cliffhanger we've got to. You're having trouble with your teeth today, are you? I'm not a well man. I'm not a well man. <laughs> I've noticed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what were we saying? Well, we've got a standoff. The dragons are coming. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, big showdown. It's now and ever, I think. It, it looks is, that way. Yeah. It's going to be a big battle next week. Yeah, the battle of, you know, the battle of Bob. battles, Bob. that the is. Battle of Bob. Battle Where of battle. Brighton. Oh, yes. The battle of Brighton. But the Brighton. The, no, I, don't, I really can't speak. The, I think you need to go home and have some coffee. I think I'll have a lie down. I'll lie down, I think. Well, in that case, we better go. Well, I think and, we better. Um, yeah, I might see you next shot week. Shot some cake in your face. Yeah, I think so. I think I need a sugar buzz quick. A what? Oh, a sugar buzz. I sugar buzz. Something yeah. about shooter. Yeah, sh- shooter buzz. Shoot her. <laughs> oh, I'm not a anyway, well, man. Let- all right, all right. Well, with that, <laughs> let's go. You can. With that, you can um, yeah. die at home alone. Yeah, I'm off. <laughs> Goodbye, cruel world. Bye. Thank you.